Hello and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. I am Danny. Danny, I love how you every... (laughs) I I love how every single podcast you start off with like a different vocal inflection, like a different cadence. It's like... What I gotta do? I, I feel like at some point in time, <laughs> I feel like at it's some point thing, in time, man. you're gonna start off the podcast with like like speaking the entire your entire phrase within like a second, and it's gonna be like like sped up by like twenty times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Danny. Yeah. Who else is here? Who else is in this chat? Uh, in this. Who do I see over there? Oh <laughs> there that would be a Shakuna. <laughs> How are you? A Shakuna, eh? Hey, that might be. A wild hey, Shakuna. That's eh? my line, man. <laughs> hey? I, hey. I use snark. It was very effective. It's <laughs> okay. And who I already said my name. There? My name is Benny, eh? Hey. 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 He's Canadian. We don't, we don't hold it against him. We're here so. to talk about an album. An album called Wall of People. An album by the band Monty R.I. An album that came out in 2006. 2006, that's, you say? That is and an album picked by our Canadian friend here, Benny. Yes. So, um, if you don't mind, Daniel, I'm going to take the con a little bit and take you down a little... I do uh, mind. I'm going to keep talking. Even I'm going to say about this. All right, go ahead, Benny. Yeah, so... So you were saying, uh, anyways, Benny, no. This band was named after the group's former music instructor, um, Arthur Montanero, uh, if I'm saying it right. Um, and the R.I. is a little play on words because they're from Rhode Island. So it's spelled... A R E I, but they're from Rhode Island, so R I H C. Oh, now makes sense. So, and, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, well, people, as Dan said, was released in 2006 and was their first, um, like major release, which was followed by, um, Breakthrough the Silence, um, both released on Island Records. Um, they were, there were plans for a record in, t- in 2017, um, but it was put on hold when, um, their lead singer, um, Steve. I believe it's Aiello, um, pursued touring with 30 Seconds of Summer um, as a touring, gar- tu- I, 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 a touring guitarist. Summer? Yes. Um, as, their support, and as, they, as they supported their full-length album, uh, Love, Lost Faith, and Dreams. I think that's right. I haven't listened to it, so I wouldn't know. Um, so, Monetary Rai has a bunch of national tours under the belt, um, including years on tour with like, the Vans Warped Tour, along with, like, Going on tour with like Just Surrender, Secondhand Serenade, Amber Pacific, Amberlin, My Chemical Romance, Take Back Sunday, Sum 41, and Story of the Year. So they definitely have like their, I guess like their hand in like the emo and, and, and like, like like pop punk rock scene. So um, they did have a reunion show in 2019 mm-hmm. and released the B side. I believe it was from the Break Through the Silence album. Um, but since then, they haven't done anything. Um, I I did actually like like I think it was like it was a year or two ago. I did poke like Steve because because I'm just like because I mean I don't actually know him personally, but I met him a bunch of times like just through seeing this band. Don't lie, Benny. You're like, like so, you're like uh, you're like your friends. You guys go hang out all the time. You were as like, his his uh yeah. his son's bar mitzvah. I get it. It's fine. I mean, maybe I don't, I don't know I if mean, he's Jewish. He, he may not be, but. uh <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it. And I actually I poked him about possibly having like a like a Monterey like, like vinyl collection. And he's like, oh, maybe I thought about it, but that was like a bunch of years ago, so I probably won't ever happen. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. I mean, I'm it's 
I'm not really worried about what you guys would think about this, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes a certain way. Um, this band, it used, it used to be called uh, Monty's Fan Club. Um, and when they released that music, it was definitely, it was, no, it, it definitely was more ska. Um, so Ooh. that kind of makes sense if you listen to this album. It has like elements of of that within it, woven around it. So I'm excited to get into it. Um, it's an album that I like loved um, when I first kind of got into the scene. I think like it's so I got into the scene uh, as I mentioned before, 2005. So like around 2006 when this came out, it's a uh, I think I think I forget where I saw them. I think they opened for they opened for I think RX Bandits. Oh nice. And that's how that's how I I found them. And then I kind of followed them throughout throughout the years. I saw them like play once with. I think they opened for, I believe it was Amber Pacific and some 41, wow. um, which was, I don't know if you guys know what Amber Pacific is, but they were like, they always yes. toured with, with Montero. What was it? What was that saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, we know Amber Pacific. I'm just curious. I'm just curious because you guys didn't really know this band, right? Like, I, I, oh, I didn't know this band at all. No, not at all. So, yeah. So I'm, it's not a, not a bad question to like, not a, a bad insinuation to, 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 to think that you guys didn't know. Like what the, what what that band was, but sir, yeah, I know like, every yeah, I, single band that exists on this planet except well, for this one. Well, to be one. fair, you guys always throw bands that, like, in my like, in the air that I have no idea who they are or haven't listened to them before. So, Amber Pacific's The Possibility and Promise is one of the best albums of that year when it came out. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a great I, album. It's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> yeah, good. It's, I I like loved that band for a while. Like it's like, like I mean, it's a good band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. I remember. I know. Kind of. I don't want to get off too much of a, of a tangent, but I remember like it's. I saw a video where like it was like a, a MySpace post about why like they stopped being a band. I think it was because the lead singer wanted to become like a. a uh, you want to become a vice principal, a, a principal of, of a school, oh, of a high school, oh. of a high school. Um, and I thought it was like an it was like an interesting reason to like leave a band because like, I feel like you can't just like jump into. I mean, I don't I don't know I'm not an expert on in this field, but I feel like you can't just jump into being like a like a, a vice principal or principal. I think like you kind of have to like be like a teacher first. Maybe no, I, not, I don't, I don't fucking not necessarily. Know. You you could you could just have a. I mean. I'm probably not going to be a principal for like a really, really good school system, probably from the get go. But I'd imagine like if you have a, an education degree and uh, you don't mind sacrificing a little bit of your dignity, because it's not like it's not like public school teachers make like any money doing what they do. I mean, they, they make like pennies yeah. on the dollar. And I can't imagine a principal makes all that much more anyways. I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. especially like a public school. So yeah, yeah I and they're to... important, but they're not shaping the minds as much as a teacher. Correct. Those yeah. teachers are sacrificing so much. Yes, a thousand percent. Uh, support your teachers. Pay teachers more. Pay teachers more. Seriously. And now that I have, <laughs> I, I'm on this topic, I know we're kind of like, we're, getting, we're getting off on it already. But <laughs> what? Remember, it's gonna I turn saw, into saw, a four-hour podcast, you oh, guys. And this is another kind of like mini story about about Amber Pacific. I remember when I was reading this MySpace post and. They were talking about how like they introduced like the label to all time low, and it was a bit of like a like like a flex. It was kind of a flex, but also was because it was kind of bitter too because they kind of realized that all time low was like exploding, and they weren't getting the same I guess 
like treatment or say I guess or same viewership and same eyes on them as All Time Low was. Yeah. Um, and it just it just it came across like very like oh, someone's kind of uh, kind of upset. Oh yeah. Quite bitter. A little bitter, bitter. Betty. Either, either here nor there, but I guess again, it, it was a long ass time ago. So they, they were all really young. So I mean, like I mean, I've had plenty of stories of me being like a, a bitter Betty, like a bitter Benny. Yeah, exactly. Party pooper. Party a bitter Benny. <laughs> a bitter Benny. Right, let's get Aww. into this album. Let's get into this album. I'm, I'm never letting that go. From now on, you'll always be known as Bitter Benny. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, Don't be a bitter so Benny about it, Benny. He's going to be Now, <laughs> I can throw the song out there. It's um, Between the Sheets. All right, let's give a listen. This is the first track off the album. It sounds a little something like this. And like the song, so I, I think that the first time I heard this, it might have been acoustically. I, I, I'm not too sure, but I remember like when they played this live, it was always one of the songs that the crowd like really, really got into, mm-hmm. and it always got the crowd moving. And it definitely, it, I think it's like one of the stronger, and I think it's a great opener. I think it's just like the opening um, of it is perfect in my eyes, and. It's funny because like, I saw like an, an alternate version of this where it was acoustic, it was, it had, and it, but definitely a big reggae feel. Um, so he, after you listen to this one, I definitely would check out the acoustic version because it's, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. But it gives it, it's, it might actually work better for the song. But I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what you guys think because I love the song. So uh, I wrote here in my notes. Unless you want to go first, Dan. It's up to you. <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, so uh, I wrote here in my notes, love the chorus, but there's something about this singer's falsetto that just irritates me. And I don't know what, and I can't really explain it aside from the f- song is it's pretty fun to listen to. It screams very early 2000s pop punk because I mean, that makes sense because this was released in what, 2006, was it? Yep. Yep. So, so I mean, so it tracks, you know, that that's the, t- the type of sound that was kind of existing, you know, during the, the early 2000s. Um, the horn section breakdown is a lot of fun too. So it's, it's like, it's kind of, it sets the album off on a very good foot. Uh, however, the, there's things that, that happen later on that I'm like, mm, I feel like they let a little strong on this one, but, but even so sure. this is like, it's a, it's a strong out the gate opening to kind of demonstrate what the, the band's capable of. It's just, once again, that singer's falsetto is just like the, those random kind of like little vocal pitches that he does. Just, I don't know why they just like irritate me and I, and I can't, that's fine. I can't, I, I can't put my finger on it. Anyways, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. don't say it's fine all the time. It's <laughs> we're going to have all kinds of opinions. Here, that's right. Um, it's fine. You guys, it's fine. I'm just going to cry. <sighs> okay. Oh. Let me preface this by saying, "Let's settle in, everybody." Um, this this band seems like a time and place band. Like if I saw them live when this happened, this probably would have been my shit um, for sure, for sure. It's and I want to also say I don't think a single song on this album is bad. 
but I think there's a lot of mid songs and a lot of great songs. We'll get into mm -hmm. that later. Yeah. But I also want to say that after listening to this album, I listened to Breakthrough the, or Breakthrough the Silence, their next album, and I love that a hundred times more. So I'm kind of bummed we didn't do that wow. album. <laughs> um, but this song is kind of a generic emo core song that you've heard everywhere mm -hmm. in the early 2000s. It sounds like someone smashed Silverstein and First to Last together. Yeah. Ooh. Um, it kind of sounds good to me. No, I, like I said, I don't <laughs> think they're bad. I just think no, I this it. song was very forgettable to me. And some of his lyrics oh, were wow, a little okay. cringe, but there are songs on this album. So don't think I'm just going to be shit talking this whole time. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> again, it's, again, I'm not going to take it personally. I, I really don't care. Like, I'm... Like, I think you're right though. Like it's, and I actually agree that some of the songs, again, we'll get to that. But yeah, after like years have passed, like how many fucking years is this? Like a well, or... it's at least uh, 14, 16 years old. Yeah, that's Can that's I how ask math what works. You saw to break through the silence. Who me? I loved it. Oh, you did. Okay, good because I so, really like okay. that album. But so, and the reason why I was debating doing, like, I was on the fence, but I felt like. This was like their first like release. I felt I wanted to give you guys like this intro first, and then if you want to like go into uh, break through the signs, you can. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I like both, but I think this has just like a special part. No, I totally in, in get my that. life. You, that makes sense. That reason that makes yeah. sense. So, like when I was listening to them back to back, because I listened to them, you can definitely tell because a lot of bands did this, where their first album sounds like everything that was coming out at the time, because that's how you got big. Mm -hmm. You made an album that sounded like everything that was popular, but then your second album, you got creative. You did some interesting stuff. You ventured out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. and you really see that in a second album. But that's right, so it. Let's go into the next song. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, right. So Castlebound. Yeah. Second track on the album is called Castlebound. Let's give that one a listen. So what I like about this song is that it has a very like 90s like video game like like intro to it which works because actually it's about a video game like I guess like, like story. So I'm I'm curious if you guys I'm I'm assuming you guys caught this but the premise is all around Zelda. Um so I'm assuming you caught that if you didn't it's okay. Um I actually was never a Zelda, I guess, like a fan as as youth. So I'm say what now? I wasn't. I don't know why. I just I never like got into it. I never played it on my N sixty four on my Nintendo. Uh, I had Monday on off, and I did nothing but play Zelda for I think eighteen hours. You play uh, Tears of the Kingdom. See, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I I want to play the first game first on the Switch before before I venture into the the second one. You don't well, need first um, game. You, oh, you mean... mean Breath of the Wild? <laughs> Or you mean like the very first Zelda game ever made? No, the first Zelda game on the Switch. Oh yeah, well, well, I mean, technically speaking, that wouldn't be. Well, actually, no, that yeah, wait, that would be. Uh, that would be Breath of a Wild. Yeah, it would be Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. Yeah, I mean, right? am I right? 
Yeah, no, you you're right. go all the way back to Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You can do the Nintendo ones, but they were kind of difficult unless you're following a guideline. Yeah. The Super Nintendo one, Link to the Past, is probably the best oh. one to start with and an amazing game. Yes. Thousand percent yes. Or, or, or if if you don't want to play that, you could play uh, the other Zelda game that was remastered for the Switch, which would be, oh God, now I'm trying to remember what the hell it is. I, I have it in my collection, I, and I can't remember right now for the life of me. Daniel, I've seen it on a shelf before, but again, it's I, I didn't want to like... If I'm going to start, I might as well just start. Hey, hey, Dan. Oh, wait, no. Dan doesn't have his headphones on. Hey, Dan. Oh, sorry. What's up? What was the remake game that was... (laughs) What was the Zelda remake game that was uh, put onto the Switch? Was it... Four Swords? No, it wasn't Four Swords. It wasn't Wind Waker. I missed the whole beginning of the character. What are we talking about? There was a a Zelda game that was remastered for the Switch, like completely from the ground up, and I can't think right now for the life of me. It It wasn't Wind Waker, although I know Wind Waker was. Um, it was like they, did they redo Majora's Mask? No, it wasn't. It was, it was a Majora's Mask. God damn it! Now you're gonna make me think. Uh, <laughs> gonna make gonna Look make me uh, Zelda games on Switch. All right, hold up. Here we go. Tell me what I need to know. Oh, uh, Link's Awakening. That was the one I was thinking of. Yes. Oh yeah. That's that's also a very very good Zelda game. Also, I, I mean, if we're going way way back, the one that was on the original Game Boy was amazing too. Yes, it was. That was good too. But Link's Awakening is really, really great. If you want to go back like old school Zelda, uh, but new school Zelda, uh, yes, of course. Any of them. See, yeah, they're so they're I great. can. So I have like the Twilight like, Princess the also very on good. the Switch, where I can play like the old like N sixty four Zelda yeah. games. But I'd rather just mm-hmm. if I can put time into playing a Zelda game, I'd rather just start with the, the Switch version, just because sure. I can. It's I don't know. I just I mean, I've, I've debated it, and like our friend of ours, like Jay, like he. Same as you, Dan. He's like, oh, I, I just spent like a bajillion hours playing this game because it's so damn good. <laughs> as I, if I had time, I would play it all day, every day. Yeah. Like, I, I'm too busy to. I have friends that are pissing me off because they're so far ahead, and I put so many hours already into it, but I can't. Right. Yeah. Now. That that's a that's all the game right there is like I call that a 3 a.m. game. Where it's like you okay. look at the clock and you're like, oh fuck, it's like four in the morning, and <laughs> yeah. I, and I and I start playing this at like seven. Ah shit. Yeah, that that's wait. that's how good that game is. So wait, can I give my review of the song now? <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> yes. So, listen, um, we, we're talking about Zelda. This I we could do a three episode arc on Zelda. I could yeah. keep going all day. But... Yes, of course. Anyways, all right. So obviously, I did catch it was about Zelda. Um, I this is one of my favorite songs for half the song. Hmm. So the first half is amazing. You got the cool 8-bit intro on the synthesizer or whatever they're doing. The intro lyrics are fun and clearly about Zelda or Link exploring the, the castles. Yep. But then, like, halfway through the song and to the first chorus, it just becomes a shitty emo love song again. <laughs> they don't go back and reference it ever again. There is, mm. like, a cool, like, solo accompanied by piano, but the lyrics are dumb as shit. Like, why? Why did you drop it? You had such a cool thing going the first half of the song. I was so into it. Yeah. They're dumb as shit. I, I wrote, How dare you? I wrote very similar as well. I, I wrote NES intro. Okay, I'm intrigued. 20 seconds later. Ugh, weird falsetto again. Feels like they've been listening to too much, a little too much matchbook romance on this track. Chorus feels very uninspired as well. It's not bad. It's not that I just don't feel like I've heard this all before. Fun guitar, lo- uh, fun guitar solo, though. It's yeah. like it had legs, and then like the Blood Moon came out, and it tripped, and then... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Where's all the references? <laughs> 
he got he got, re- he got really really angry and he's about to destroy the town and you know it, it, you got to go back in time and and reset the moon to back to where it needs to be that's okay. but seriously yeah. for the first half of the song i was like this is a jam okay i'm into this album i'm really excited and then like I, what did he do lyrically it just turned into like a love story but not even like a zelda love story it's just like yeah okay yeah, it's... you got generic with your lyrics at the end there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Bucko. Steve. Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve. I want you to redo this song and finish it. It's I feel a... like I just read half a book, and then the rest of the half of the book was covered in yogurt or something. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> mm, that actually sounds delicious. Like I could go for some yogurt book right yogurt? about now. Do you like some book yogurt? Maybe. I I love I love yogurt. What are you talking about? Yogurt's Yogurt's delicious. Great. Toss some blueberries in there, some strawberries. You're good to go. Ooh, and some granola on top. Ooh, yeah. Make it parfait. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit of honey. Just a, just a drizzle, just Ooh, a little bit of honey right, on top. You dirty here. You love those layers, dirty. eh? You love the layers. I love layers. Dude, we're, we're Americans. We, we put stuff on top of our stuff. I miss when McDonald's had the shake one. Oh, those were where, good. Where like, you would dump the stuff in and then shake up your little thing, and then it was all parfaited. Dude, I remember when Chobani used to do that, the Chobani flips. Yeah. Oh, those are so good. Bring them back, damn it. Oh, wait, maybe they're still there. I don't know. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to track number three, shall we? Uh, what's, it, what's it called there, Benny? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like looking like at your notes and setting stuff up. So, uh, Dublin Waltz. Dublin. Or Dublin. Dublin. D- D- or Dublin. Dublin Waltz. I'm pretty sorry. sure it's Dublin. But here we go. Dublin, Dublin. Dublin. Du- Give the syllabus a listen. A Dublin du- listen. So I don't know why I'm at the, like, so when this first came out, this was my it's not, it's not my favorite song now, but at the time it was my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Um off the record. And I couldn't tell you why. I, I just I, I like the way like it like like the, the beat swayed and it just again I know it was intentional obviously, but it, it it's definitely very waltzy. Like you, mm-hmm. you can see you can see this like, just playing in like a ballroom. And that's obviously what was very intentional. Sure. Um, again, it's not it's not my favorite song now, but it definitely was um, back in 2006. Um, again, it's I, I think he like it's, and I, I'm guessing you kind of might disagree with, with his like with his vocals a little bit, uh, but I definitely agree. Uh, not agree, sorry. I definitely enjoyed his vocals in in, in the song in particular. But I'm very curious. Uh, real quick, you said off the record, and I was like, Benny, we're recording. You can't put anything <laughs> off the record. But you paused and said off the record. I'm like, no, you can't do off the record. No, you can't do it off the oh. record. I'm not editing this out. That that's that's prosperity, my friend. Uh, no, I uh, I actually agree with you on this one, uh, Benny. I think uh, I actually like his vocals a lot better in this song oh. as as opposed to the, the first two that I listened to. Um, so. The, the notes that I wrote in here is I like the fact that they are subtly adding horns into the song because it just kind of breeds a little bit of life into it. Um, it feels like a recreation of something I would hear like off of like uh, MCR's The Black Parade. It kind of has that same kind of like almost like uh, kind of like macabre sort of sense to it. Um, the only thing that I didn't like about the song are the lyrics. They just feel kind of basic to me. But aside from that, uh, it's 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 fine. It's 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 a serviceable 
pop punk song like like that fits kind of the tone of this album. So I'm I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not like super in love with it, but I also don't hate it. So it's I'm kind of just like right in the middle on it. Sure, Daniel. I'm leaning towards this is one of my favorite-ish songs on the album. I'll agree with that. Um, I do like the waltz feel to it. I love the violin, and I think it's it's special in there. Uh, it's like a drunken lullaby about hitting on a girl when you're wasted, which I think is very pop punk. <laughs> very much so. Very <laughs> much honestly, so. Honestly, you just said you didn't like the lyrics, but I feel like these are some of the better lyrics in the album because everything else, there's a lot of uh, songs that are just emo-drenched cliches. Yeah. Like death and love and love and kiss. Can you kiss and taste and love and death? And I'm like, yeah, man. why doesn't she understand one, me? This one, it, yeah, it's still about a girl, but it's like, a little bit funnier perspective of sure. going into hitting on a girl while you're wasted. And I do like his <laughs> singing in this one. I think I'm starting to realize, and I didn't put it in my notes because I didn't realize it until Shakuna said it, but I maybe not, I don't maybe love his falsetto as much like I was thinking before, because when he does tone it down, like he does in this song, not Copeland, I'm trying to think of the band, but there's a band that sounds similar to that. I like, yes. And I, I I can't put my finger on it, but I do like his lower tone voice. Same. I I wish I wish I could think of who it was because I'd be like, oh, it sounds like this. You're like, yes, of course it does. And then yeah, it I it's just as you mentioned before, uh, Dan. This just feels like a band that was very much right for its time, but maybe didn't age as well throughout the years. Perhaps sure. there's so many bands like that from this era where like oh totally. If you go back to their first album, it is a little cringy and just basic and then their second album we're like all right they found their footing yeah yeah for sure and i mean like it was cringy but also at the same time it was 2006 yeah and, no, this and was not, probably not... fucking huge in 2006 <laughs> yeah i would have loved this in 2006 you showed me this in 2006 i would have bought a shirt and got a tattoo oh yeah same <laughs> well i probably wouldn't got the tattoo but I, I definitely would have bought a shirt <laughs> i definitely like bought like their cds and he does um, have the tattoo <laughs> um, it's funny no, you mentioned yeah. that have you seen my butt recently <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, like vinyl, like, but definitely, I think I had like their CDs like autographed at, at that point. Aww. Um, actually, I have a, a funny, not really a funny story. I think, I think I told you this before, but when I think I saw them last, they we were we were late for the show because when I crossed the border, the I got cleared, and then as I was driving to pay toll, the costumes officer across like five or seven lanes he's like hey get over here and, I, and i'm like we're like what the fuck what the fuck did you do so, so we go we go there and he's like where's your where's your like pass like where is it you're like noticed like we, we didn't get one yeah we cleared he's like yeah cleared i'm like well like, yeah he's like get inside i'm like okay so he obviously made a mistake what, what probably happened was that like hey like a, a gray suv is coming yeah and I was driving my mom's greatest suv at the time, and I drove like past them to toll, and he yelled at me. And apart from that, I got a ticket for running a stop sign. Um, on my way to pick up uh, my ex at the time, and so those combined together, we were so far behind. And then we <laughs> ended up getting there, and they were packing up their shit and getting off the stage. Oh no! Um, and actually, Hearthstone Heights was actually headlining that show. Yeah. Um, so they were playing at the Pike Room. Um, oh, nice. At the Crowfoot. So yeah, small, yeah. small venue. Sure. So apparently a bunch of people were also late getting there. So they end up like finding this like weird like side storage room of the Crowfoot. 
and just playing an intimate acoustic set for like 10 people uh and it was super super rad <laughs> nice so that's my one little story like they're from what i recall they're awesome dudes but okay we we can go on the next song yeah right on okay what well, is the next song yeah what is the next song the next song is anchor and hope all right let's give it a listen and now Yeah, I fucking love this song. Um, I think it's like catchy as fuck. Um, it definitely gives me like that circle pit uh, like, like vibes of, of of that great like decade of pop punk. Um, I I think it wasn't this song, but if I had to pick a song to go on like a Tony Hawk game, um, this would have been one of them. I know like this. I'm gonna talk about like a song later on um, in this review that wasn't Tony Hawk that we actually talked about in a previous episode. Um, but again, it's one of, one of my favorite songs. I think it's catchy as hell. Again, I think you guys talk about about lyrically. For some reason, I never really like, sat and like like read like read the lyrics really, really like, like deeply on this one. I just remember like just liking the music and this and liking the like, live presence, and that's what kind of sold me. But I'm curious what you guys think, Daniel. I'll let you go first. This was one of my least favorite songs. All the creativity I felt was that I felt in the last song was completely gone in this one. Oh, I'm glad he's not listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, it's predictable, formulaic, formulaic, Form, formulaic, formulaic. Yeah. Um, it's your a word. typical emo bop song where you just jump up and down to it. It's not yeah, a right. bad song. Like I said, nothing in this album is bad. It's just, I. It's funny that this is one of your favorites because this, after the last song, because I really did love the Dublin one. This one sure. I was like, oh, that's now we're back to what I was expecting. Yeah, that's my opinion. But again, we didn't see it live, and like you were talking about circle pits, I bet this was probably fun live. Hundred percent, and, so and yeah, much fun live. and I agree with you on that one, Benny. I feel like that it should be. This could have been like very easily put into like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack, and it would have, it'd be right at home, right? Um, so what I wrote is the more I listen to this album, the more I keep on hearing emo mix with some sort of like 80s glam rock aesthetic. Uh, it's Ooh, not... I'll bring that up later. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, that's not bad, but I don't know if it fits this band entirely well. I like the vocal trade-offs between different band members, but this once again just feels like uh, an MCRB side. Like it, it's like if you would have put Gerard Way singing the vocals for this, I guarantee you this would just be a My Chemical Romance song. Like completely. I can see that now. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's, but like I said, once again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just, I really wish it would have been MCR doing this song instead. And I'd be like, okay, I, I get more into this. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about my 80s hair metal opinion later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I guess then we'll move on to track five then, eh? Oh, brother. Oh, brother. That's the name of track five. Let's, let's, yeah. let's give a listen.
All right, so I mean, again, I, th I think the thing is good. I mean, I, I like the, like, that part we just played. Again, it was hard for me to choose, like, which like which part to play, because we were only get 30 seconds, and you I was very... You the horn. You chose the right part. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was very I was very strategic, but, I mean, like, that's probably, like, my favorite part of the song. I mean, I, again, it's, as we kind of go through these, it's my answers are going to be along the same... Probably the same, because I'm still going back to 2006... We're going back to 2006, Benny. You're living so I'm, I'm most, it. You're reliving I'm not, it. I'm, I'm more interested to hear your opinions than than my own because you know that I like I have pretty positive like, reviews of like, like all, all these songs basically. So I'm more interested in what you guys think. Okay, um, but Daniel, uh, I went first last time. Let's uh, go Shakuna first. This is my least favorite song on the album so far. Um, I, so I, I put, I don't know if I dig the, the vocals in one channel mixed with an incredibly low DB. If, and if I'm honest, I don't feel like there's a whole lot going for the song minus the fun guitar riffs in the horn section. Uh, I'm also not a fan with the lyrics and that weird glam rock falsetto again, coming back in, um, from, from the last song. It just, it feels just kind of, I don't know. It just feels kind of cringy here. So I don't, and plus also, like the "We Salute You" thing, it just—it feels like some they're trying to do like a weird cover of like "For Those About to Rock." It's like "We Salute You," like oh god, oh, oh please, 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 please don't, just, just don't. So yeah, it, it, this is I I don't like this song at all. Sorry, it's, it's okay. It's I'm fine. sorry. I'm sorry. So this is. This is one of my favorites and one of my least favorites on the album. Oh, and I'll whoa. Explain. What? What? So How can that music, be, sir? Musically, I love the horns. I love the keys that are in the background. The guitars are doing some cool squealies and cool solos. The drummer is really fucking standing out, and I'm starting to see it. Like, I think their drummer is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Musically, this is a cool-ass song. Second question, is this guy in the armed forces? Why is this a stupid, like, army song? Right? Like, it's a military song if you read the complete lyrics. And That's what I was. I think maybe his brother. <laughs> well, yeah. Or uh, or, or brother. Oh, brother, where art thou? Wait, no, that's not a, that's not a military movie. Never yeah, mind. that's not a military movie at all. <laughs> Never and mind. I, sorry. Really, obviously, bad. listeners, I have nothing against military songs or the military at all. Whatever. Same. I'm just saying this does not fit this song, and it seems weird. I don't know. I any other lyrics would have been cool. To the, not any other because well no, yeah don't say yeah, that that's, that's a bit of a stretch <laughs> it just seems like a weird thing to sing about and it's like the whiniest emo version to sing about it it feels very forced right it just it's kind of like it's uh it's almost like hey in order for us to really market this album you got to have something that supports our troops and they're like ah okay well we could do that sure i mean we already had 10 good songs on this album but let's toss in one more to make it 11 and we'll just throw this one in here it's like ah oh, okay and make a cool make a cool military song i am 100 percent behind that yeah let's go i make it sound so whiny and emo-y about it like we like i can't imagine you. someone going into war you know listening to this we salute you oh yep. my god <laughs> like i'll just put the i'll turn the gun on myself thank you very much so that's why it's my least favorite because it the everything everyone in the band is fucking ripping in my opinion and like the horns sound cool the breakdown mm -hmm. sounds like everything's sweet it's just whatever he's singing about and the way he's singing about does not work for me <laughs> yeah i i completely agree I, get I completely agree with that one and really you guys should listen to i don't know if you took this note anywhere or you paid attention but the drummer like after I noticed some of the sweet fills he was doing and like the way he was drumming in this song, I listened to the rest 
like I was focusing on him a lot during the album. Yeah. Their drummer is fantastic. I didn't write that in any of my notes, but I did I did pick that up a lot. Like I I found I don't know if it was just like it was mixed that way, but it definitely does feel like the drums are a little bit mixed higher than than most of the other instruments. Like it almost like the drums kind of like drown out a lot of like your main guitars and a lot of your other solos and stuff like that. But uh yeah, his that drummer fucking rips for sure. And I will say I mean, I'm only going to say it once because I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you don't hear a lot of bass. Where's the mixing? <laughs> God right, damn it, where's the bass. bass player? <laughs> bitter, bitter old man Dan coming out here. Where's my bass? <laughs> That's one constant, Dan. No matter what album we listen to, <laughs> every time you have to comment on either how great the bass is or how it's not a place to... Oh, it's not. It's not there. It's yeah. It's. <laughs> I don't need like the bass turned up all the way, but I want to be able to hear what the bass player is doing in the mix. You yeah. Know? Oh, totally. Because I like being able to hear what everyone's doing. The guitars you can hear perfectly. The drums, like you said, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Track number six on the album. What's it called, Benny? Island a city. Island city. Not not to be confused with the Island Boys. No, we're not going to talk about TikTok. No, okay, never mind. Sorry. Don't. Here we go. Um, I don't like this song. <laughs> um, so again, I looking back on it with fresh eyes. Mm. I mean, even at the time, this is probably like my my skippable track on the album, just because it takes so long to get to something, and then it doesn't really, in my opinion, really amount to much. Um, and I don't. It just it's just, it just boring to me. Um, I didn't really find like, that it, it was that enjoyable. So for the most part, I I think even in my past, I've I've skipped this song. But nothing really more to say. I don't really like it that much. It's, it's definitely my least favorite song on the album. This should have been a one minute interlude. Yeah, that's what I wrote. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I can't tell. I'm gonna throw out a lyric here and i can't tell if i really like the lyric or if i absolutely hate the lyric okay what's the lyric so he goes "Ah, where is it your words are like kindling to my fire and i've got tunnel vision and the light's not hard to find and i don't know if it's clever or just really dumb can you can you read one more time just run that back he goes (laughs) or your words are like kindling to my fire and i've got tunnel vision and the light's not hard to find Hmm. I I mean I feel is like that's a good or I, is it cringy? I don't know because like, it could be good. It, but like it I mean, could be cringy. I mean, I I like what he's I like the the metaphor he's building there, but but the but the like the payoff like the punchline at the end of it just yeah yeah I don't know if I like that or not. I don't know either. I can't tell. Like <laughs> I, I mean, listened to the song like twice. I'm like, I, I feel like I he like that. I feel like he. I, like I feel that? like he's going somewhere with it, but then like completely just drops the ball. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, this could have been a one minute interlude. Same. The sitar is cool. His vocals aren't bad, but it's like after a minute, you're like, oh my god, we still have what almost two minutes of this left. <laughs> well, that's why I think 
at the timestamp, I think I chose Shakuna was like a minute, like forty. Yeah, you did, or, or something. And it's a three and a half minute song. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, that's three and a half minutes too long. Uh, <laughs> I I put masterpiece theater vibes on this intro. It oh. feels like I just got transported back to the 1700s. I don't know if this is supposed to be the band's ballad, but if it is, it just feels like a lazy interlude into the next song. It's not. It's not yeah, it's it's just it. Yeah, it just. But, but here's but here's the crazy part is that it starts off kind of like with that sort of like just you know very somber sort of just kind of like even keel like nice tempo and then it just like there's nothing there it's uh i there's a term that's used at uh, at my my job my day job all the time and it's um it's uh too much bread not enough meat you know it's it, it's it's just that the idea of like it just it's too, I understand. yeah the, was there a vegetarian then then not enough lettuce too much lettuce <laughs> then not enough lettuce not enough avocado mm i d- would you would you eat an avocado sandwich though? Yeah, have you not had avocado on a sandwich? Of course, avocado I have. Toast, man. But 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 not just like avocado by itself. Like throwing some There's le- seasoning and stuff. You know? Guacamole. <laughs> All right, let's move on. But but guacamole is with chips. Or, or anyways, okay, it doesn't matter. We move on to track number seven, uh, which is called uh, Benny Metropolis. Yes. That, question mark. Uh, <laughs> this is called Metropolis. Well, I was reading it and I'm like, Metro- Metropolis? Metropolis. Here it goes. Metropolis. All right, so kind of looking at it again with fresh eyes, I or I fresh ears for the first time. What was that? Or fresh ears? Or fresh ears? Wow, I, I can't even speak. Yes, <laughs> listening with fresh ears, not fresh eyes. There you go. Uh, I this album though, like I after Old Brother, I, honestly, I might have been a little worried, and I feel like they turn it around with the song. Again, it's not my favorite song, but I think it's it gets gets to be back in in gear and gets him on the right track again. And again, not my favorite song, but I do enjoy it still. Uh, Dan, did you go first last time? I don't remember. <laughs> I think so. You go do, ahead. Do you want to go ahead? Okay. Uh, so I wrote. Uh, I feel like this band has a major identity issue. Do they want to be an emo band? A ska band with that horn section that keeps showing up. A neon glam pop punk band. Honestly, the song is just all over the place. I really can't put my finger on it. It's like they said, sure. hey, we all love AFI, right? What if we did that but just add a horn section to it? Uh, also, rhyming follow with swallow. Ugh. Just ugh. That, that yeah. Mm. I, yeah. Eh, it's not that bad. That, that leads off into my number one comment the lyrics in the song are fucking stupid <laughs> um and i know he can write good lyrics because like i said i really enjoyed a lot of stuff that's on breaking through the silence but this song what the fuck was he even going for here that's but the whole section let's cool. break it down but let's break it down all right let me see follow with swallow 
Okay, let me see. All right. Wake up in this sad city, unemployed, hopes to be with diamonds Oops. in her ears. The Hebrew all-rounder said, good luck with that. Good luck with Can't that. Even pay- <laughs> Can't even pay this month's rent. It nears, girl. I'm worried for you. But it's not like her to worry. But she needs to follow the need to swallow the pride. Uh, to swallow she, pride she needs to, to swallow something, all right. <laughs> pride to get her what she wants. And they say she's losing the path. She's choosing. Don't count her out. She'll seize the day. Yeah, I don't want to read all this. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, even you can't even read the whole thing and go, yeah, this is good lyrics. It's... I mean, I don't ever think I like this because of the profound lyrics. I liked it because it was, it was catchy fucking email. Hey, the rock. horns were sick. It is. The horns are fantastic. And, okay, so, like I mentioned before, they used to be uh ska band. So, I, that, I think, like, having the horns bleed into this into this album and into this new like stage of their career was a way to like pay homage to that old part of themselves and pay homage to the fans that that, that stuck around i mean again i found them after but, monty's fan club um but i think it probably was just that purpose but here's the thing though benny if if they were on honestly i feel like if they would have just stayed being a ska band they probably would have continued to have like a lot deeper success. I mean, because keep in mind, like the the ska scene is even like going as back as far as like we'll say even like the late nineties. Like the the ska scene wasn't as like big, but it, like it still had longevity. It still has staying power. Like you can go see like Real Big Fish or Save Ferris any day of the fucking week, uh, like nowadays, and they'd still draw a pretty decent crowd because once again they have sure. longevity and staying power. Like it almost like and not trying to shit on this album, but it's like it almost feels like. They were looking at either they they or their management or someone was like looking at the current scene as it was being built out, and they're like, yeah. "The only way that you can be anybody, guys, you got to be an emo band." So give you can get yeah, sure, okay, you can put the horns in there if you want to, I guess they'll be fine. Just just don't make it like so much horns, I guess, and like and sure. talk about like a girl that broke up with you, like and and will and will sell millions of copies, and it's like I'm not saying they sold out, but it also does feel like they kind of tried like cash in on on the trend of like emo at that point in time it's a very interesting take though like i'm not even disagreeing with you because it it, it sounds pretty accurate (laughs) i mean and like i said i I could be wrong maybe they're just like hey you know we're not finding our success in this in the ska scene but uh yeah if if they're that popular as a as a ska band they probably should have just stayed doing it they probably would have had better success i think at least just from listening to this album on its face by itself without hearing the context of any sure. of other albums. And I haven't really listened to uh Breakthrough Silence, but Dan remind me, do they still hold on to the horn to the horns? Not as much as this one at Who? all. Oh no, no, not as much. No, I said they do they hold on to the horn like the the, the, the horn section as much not, as, not in the songs that I heard. I didn't listen to the whole whole album. I listened to like five okay. songs, but Okay. Yeah. But but and I mean like they I mean, who knows? Like, if they would have kept their Scott, maybe he, he wouldn't have like, ventured off into like the lead singer, like into like thirty seconds of Mars, like, like territory. Who knows? But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's again, totally it's possible. A, you, you never really know. But hey, listen, I mean, man, again, being, a, being bands taking you got to take risks sometimes as a band. But I feel like if if they were doing Scott prior to this album, and this is like their their big foray, if you will, into emo, this, I mean. I feel like they they did. I wouldn't say I jumped the shark, but definitely like a such a radical change 
that it may have alienated a lot of their original fans. I don't know. That this is that's just me speaking out loud, but I don't know. Anyways, I'm kind of curious now if Monty's fan club is on Spotify. Ooh, uh, I'm guessing well, it's not. There, hey, uh, don't no, say. It's not. Are you sure? Fan club. Yep, Monty's fan club. And Monty's fan club. Let's take a look. Fan club wallet. I'm pretty sure that's not them. No. Um, they are not. At least from what I can tell. There's teenage Would fan you club mind? on here. But would you mind? Can you play a song on YouTube? I just want to sure. see because I haven't listened to them in a long, in a long time. Yeah. So let me see if I can pull something up on just the. Pick a random song if you can find it. Yeah. Let me see if I can find something up on the YouTube's. Hold up. YouTube.com. Monty's fan club. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Hold up. Wait a second. Ah. Okay. There's a song called "Hearts Bleeding." Let's let's see what that sounds. Like. I mean, listen. Uh, or oh, hold on. Handy with the steel. How about that one? Let's let's give that one a listen. Yeah, I'm fucking convinced they should have stayed doing scoff. Yep, they should have. <laughs> that was scoff. so rad. They should have stayed with that. They should did scoff. Yep, yep. That's mm, convinced. And who knows though? Like maybe like they. I get. I forget how long they were Monty's fan club, uh, but maybe they just couldn't find traction at all, and they're like, "Fuck it, we'll, we'll just try something new." Dude, they should um, just went on tour with Robic so, Fish or Save Ferris, and they would have been just f- the specials, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, less than Jake. So literally, literally could have we could have gone on tour with any of them. I, I actually have it on my on my phone. It's a yeah. So thanks for the metal sign. Um, I don't know what it's called. Action Rock is how it's a uh, how how it's yeah. Described. That's absolutely... sure. <laughs> All right, let's move uh, on to the next quiet. song here, guys. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. do it. So this will be uh, track Whatever, number. <laughs> <laughs> this will be track number eight, I believe. Yes. Uh, in this legacy. Yeah. In this legacy, track number eight. Oh, I got queued up real quick. Hang on a second. There we go. And let's give it a listen. Sounds a little something like So this was the song um, that I alluded to earlier that was on, I guess, one of our playlists for, for like, skate. I think it was, like, skate, skater songs. Yeah? I think it was the actual name of the, the oh, actual the, episode the, was. The skate, the skate park uh, episode? Yes. Yeah. Um. So this is on Tony Hawk. Uh, uh, Tony Hawk's Underground 2, I believe. Oh, that's the PlayStation, right. The PlayStation 2. Um. And I remember, like, I think I bought the game for just for that purpose because I I played Tony Hawk's like 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 one and two like into the ground on my N sixty four. So playing like the a skate game on my PS two, that was the first game I ever bought. And it was because of that song being on it. Nice. <laughs> and I think it fits perfectly. I I it's, it definitely again it's it might be considered like you know, it's like generic. Like, I guess like. 
like pop punk, pop punk emo rock, but I I love it. Yeah. Um. Dan, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. That was my notes. It's generic pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, you guys were gonna say. <laughs> I didn't like this song as much as mostly. Oh. I mean, the energy was there, but the the lyrics. I mean, let's see. You repeat under my wing, dreams, blood, um, stand strong. Sounds right. <laughs> Living dead, like it's, it's fine. <laughs> I hate it, but it's. There's songs on this album I thought were a lot better. So I'm I'm gonna go against the grain on this one. This is actually my favorite song on the album. Um, I I wrote this seems like a fun song to listen to while I'm fighting off preteens in the pit back in my scene kid days. I said, oh, okay, Monty, all right, I see what you might be you might be trying to win me back here. Uh, good on you. Hopefully these next three tracks don't suck. Uh, and then I said favorite song on the album. That so that's that's uh, that's what I got there. You agree to disagree. It. Agree to disagree, sir. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, we go on to track number nine. Yes. Well, we are just in time for the next track. Oh God! Did you really? <laughs> Bad puns, huh? Okay. All right. Here's track nine. Just in time. Give it a listen. Don't ever leave me, guys. I'll never don't leave you, Benny. Never that's ever. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening, and, and we'll see you night. later. I bid you adieu. Oh, oh sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's a it, it's a beautiful song. I mean, I remember <laughs> it's definitely like it's definitely slowed down, um, but in a good way, in my opinion. I remember like <laughs> this song, and don't judge me, but this was a song that I remember like if I was like like trying to like introduce like like whatever like a girl I was talking to to this band. I, this is the mixtape song. I, I love you. Uh, this is what uh, I would throw like to them, and like, and half the time they're like, "What? What the shit is this?" Um, but I, like, I've always like loved this song. And going back to my story about them playing in a, a private, like a private, like like twelve person like show. Sure. The, they play us acoustically, and I, I was like, I lost my mind. It, it, at the time, it was like it was beautiful. It was like intimate it was great so yeah um so i wrote i don't know why but i'm picking up some really major may vibes here it's a serviceable ballad but it might be just a product of its time but screams bad high school breakup and the dude is just bitter it's fine just nothing groundbreaking no no other notes daniel so my notes on the song is I, I like the song. It's a good song. But then I've started to realize that this is a very overproduced album for this genre. Yes. Like it is. There is no mistakes at all. It is. There's no raw moments on this album at all. It's so mm. carefully crafted and put together on a computer that it kind of drives me nuts. No, huh? like it's not bad. It's just sure. for a band that wasn't mainstream. It feels like it was produced by some mainstream company to sell records only because of how tight it is. And that was my only complaint is I started to realize like, Oh my God, like this is 
too perfect. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. there's, but yeah, I like the song. Dan, do you remember man, a? Uh, it produced. Do you remember a uh, an artist by the name of MC Lars by chance? Yeah, I have. I saw him live. Oh, you did? Oh, right. So, do you remember the song? You remember the song "I Generation"? Maybe it sounds familiar. It's uh, it has uh, Motion City soundtrack doing the "Hey, you're part of it." Yes. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, I, but I know that's not a Motion City soundtrack song. I'm trying to remember who. Yeah, you're part, part of, of it. it. God, I'm trying to remember who does that song now. Is is, is that was that say anything? I I don't recall. Anyways, it doesn't matter. That uh, sounds. Was that? I, I don't. I don't think that, that sounds right. I don't think. I don't think it was say anything. No, it wasn't say anything. No, and and oh, uh, by American Hearts, and like oh god, now it's gonna piss me off. Who does it? Anyways, um, but that song is all about the whole idea of just like commercialized like pop punk and like emo at that point in time, and like this band just feels like the the band that the MC Lars is talking about. It's like the the hearts that hate band. It's just like and after we listen to their ska counterpart. Oh my like, gosh! Like yes, like they should. Honestly, they should have just stayed a ska band. And I feel like that. Like, hold on, wait a second. I need to go back the band to that trip. Piebald. Piebald. Thank you. Jesus. Oh, yes. You're part of it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I need to go back. I need to go back to this uh, ska stuff of theirs real quick. I, I need to hear the lyrics or at least just the, the vocals just to see what that sounds sure. like. So just indulge us for a second here. So let's go back to Handy with the Steel for a second. Let's just see how the rest of this sounds. What's wrong? See, it sounds more raw, and he actually has the time to log. Yeah. Like the cadence of that. Yes. It definitely sounds more raw than what we just have been experiencing. And I'm not against not sounding raw. I get it. But for no, your first course. album, like, and it I'm sure sounds that's... better than, like, most of the other first albums I've ever heard. Yeah. And I'm sure that's, like, a demo or something like that, or or maybe, like, a little bit more of a polished demo, because it looks like the, the at least the album artwork that I'm looking at, it just looks like a CD with, like, three tracks, like, kind of, like, handwritten on it. So, like I said, I'm, I'm sure that that's a demo, but, like, shit, I'm like, that sounds better than pretty much anything on this album. I hate to say it. <laughs> I like I feel bad like shitting on it, but it's just like if it, it, I I really why do you feel bad? Because <laughs> it's like it I I I never like shitting on an artist like complete work because it's just like everyone's entitled to a bad album. Every artist has their their off their off album, if you will. Not, not everyone's gonna be like a knock it out knock it out of the park sort of situation. And sure. you know they they put their heart and their soul and their time into into making this. It's like, like I, I just don't want to be that guy. It's like, yeah, it completely fucking sucks. And all right, so the overproduction production comment too. Like their next album is overproduced, but it sounds right the way it's produced. Have you heard anything from a Shakuna? No, I, I play the song One in a Million. Just okay, for the intro for for the funsies for, like, for the funsies. Yeah. All right, here here's One in a Million. Let's give that a listen. Play. You look right at me and you say something. It's more convincing to her song, for its sake. You've got a lot to learn, can't mess with me. Gave you a compass, now you lost it. It's heating up the tension sticks so fast. Yeah, that, that's five million times better. I know, I actually love five million or one million. <laughs> like I know you have to start somewhere. I'm not I'm not mad at all. You have to start somewhere and grow, but for that, sure. 
I wish we would have reviewed that all. <laughs> and we can at some point, like not obviously anytime soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I don't think that you guys should give give that a listen to because again, I I didn't want to start. I guess we we could have started with that. Yeah, we could have. We totally could have. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but this one meant something too, and I get that. Kind of like Hot Rod Circuit meant a lot to me. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna bring that up again at, at the time. See, it still means no a lot what, to me. I'm just I saying. Just I understand say, why. No matter what you guys say, it's still gonna mean a lot to me. Sure. No, listen. Everyone's got their albums. That uh, listen. I I have recommended some albums on this podcast prior to like even both you and I, Benny, being coming like a a main fixture here. That was. Uh, not exactly received as well, but like it, once again, it, it holds a very <laughs> special place in my heart. <sighs> New radicals, why? Uh, anyways, but um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but like there, there's songs on there that like I will listen to to this to this very day. I'm like, man, that song is so fucking good. Why did Danny have to fucking trash it? Uh, <laughs> we get actually, it. Actually, actually, I don't think it was you that really trashed it all that much. It was your it was your counter uh, your co host at the time. Josh. But, yeah, yeah, I think it was Josh that was like really really anti about it. You were just like, this is fine. It's not it's not bad. I was like, Here. I mean, you I, I, I him there too. I still think Amberlynn is good, but not nearly the level you're loving. Amberlynn. Oh, dude, I fucking love Amberlynn. Like, it, I like Amberlynn, but I'm not to your level by any stretch. <laughs> dude, their new shit's so fucking good, though. Oh, <laughs> so good. Anyways, all right, let's move on to the next track. That's for another day. Yeah, right. for sure. All right, next track, uh, track ten. It's called Benny. Tie off your veins. <laughs> Cliche the song. I could be completely wrong about this, but I feel like this is a song written by someone who's never done heroin singing about doing heroin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it also sounds like a from first to last song straight from the get-go. Note to self, I miss you terribly. This is just a tragedy. I actually bring that comparison. So it's funny. So I didn't really, when I first heard a song, I didn't make the fucking like drug yeah. connection at all like now what? Like, it's now, called tie off your veins yeah dude that's how well, you shoot up heroin think it was about okay 2006 let's see how old it was asshole all right, so <laughs> <let me> <laughs> carry the one i was 13 I mean, yeah i was 25 so I mean, so. <laughs> so i was like 19 going 20 i mean i, I was i wasn't and have like heroin on my mind um so how do you not i i i, I, I had no yeah. idea <laughs> No, you have heroin in your veins, buddy. That's right. It's not in your mind. It's it's in your veins. Have you never done heroin, Benny? Yeah, you haven't. Well, then uh... you should write a song about it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Maybe he did. I don't want to feel too bad, because what if he really did have, like, a drug addiction and he's singing about it? Who he's he's hanging with now? Who's hanging with now? Who's hanging with now? (laughs) Is he hanging with Mr. Cooper? Who's he hanging with? Jared Leto. (laughs) Oh, shit, really? Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe it maybe he is into drugs. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a really uh. obvious like a uh, like insinuation about you guys just right over you guys' head. It's fine. Um, well, I didn't know he was hanging out still with Thirty Seconds to Mars. I thought that was just a... well, no, he's uh, pretty sure he's still like 
like touring with them. So oh, I think oh, I think oh, I think well, it's fine. I mean, um, hey, again, rock and roll and lifestyle gets you out. The song is okay. I mean, it's. I mean, as you kind of said, I guess from if if it's about what we think it's about, which it probably it's, is, it is about. It's called tie off your veins. I know. It just seems like it's. But it's not their fault. Cause I feel like 2009, you had to put a song about drugs in your album. Yeah, kind of feels like it fits the motif. Yeah, you have to. Everyone did. You have to. Not everybody. I mean, I mean there, right there's about, a lot of bands I that did. I I understand. But. Um, I mean, it's 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 okay. How come no one ever sing about doing mushrooms? It's always about heroin or coke. Mm, mushrooms are so good, right? Right. No, let's just go with the heavy shit right away. <laughs> hey, man, Maxwell Silver Hammer. Am I right? Uh, anyways, I, I wrote. <laughs> now this just feels like an AFI from December Underground era with a little bit of MCR. Stop comparing them to AFI. I mean, but, but yeah, there I, is. But I welcome that shit. But there is some AFI AMI, in there. Like, uh, with a little bit of like MCR's dark tones from Black Parade. Normally, I'd say this would be a recipe for success, but in the hands of this band, it just feels very uninspired. Wow. <laughs> See, I don't, so you, you compare it to AFI and who else again? You said you said with MCR, MCR? MCR's dark tones from Black Parade. Yeah, there, there's there's I mean, there's a little bit of that. That sounds pretty good to me, but it I is in the hands of any other band. It would be amazing in the hands of this we, band. Not so much. Can we go see AFI and MCR. No, we have AFI and MCR at mm. home. <laughs> This is the uninspired. This is the wish.com version of emo right here. Oh, that's oh. really mean. That's not that's true. really mean. You I'm just bite joking. your freaking tongue and tie your veins. <laughs> I love you, Ben. Shame on you. Oh, shame on you, Shakuna. Shame on you. You take that back. Let's get this over with. Uh, <laughs> track the very 11. Last track. track 11. Only the week. It's a good thing it's not spelled W E E K. It's never mind. Anyways, okay. Can I go first? Yes, please. Sure. I wish they would have embraced the 80s hair metal the whole album. This is my favorite song on the album. It sounds like Bon Jovi had sex with, like, I don't know, an evil band in a bathroom. But I I think this song is fun as hell. Um, I Like, seriously, this could have, like, the whole album, they should have just had, like, mullets and, like, rocked out in leather pants. Oh, my God, like Steel Panther-ish. But, like, they did it well. His His... His vocals actually work in that style, yeah. and I know they had like a vocal effect on it, but I thought the song was dope. So it's I, definitely fun. Apart from like, like in this legacy, which is also like my like, like favorite, like I think like over time, I've kind of grown to like place only the week like near the top of my favorite list as well, and it's only I, I love the fucking intro so much. Like I think it, I think it's a really good way to to end the album mm-hmm. like, on, on really high notes, um, and again I think it's. <laughs> oh, I don't think you can hear that, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh it's no, fine. I heard, I heard all right. Um, but I definitely like, like, I love the song as well. 
Um, and it might only be because of like because it, it just it, it ends up beautifully, um, in my opinion. So, um, Jakuna, you know, last to go. I didn't put a whole lot of notes on this one. I I, I just said this, this sounds like a fun '80s glam rock song, and I'm I'm here for it. You've been seeing glam rock a lot, but because that's exactly what this sounds like. This sounds like mm, I, it, I, it sounds like Steel Panther, man. It it, it sounds like fucking uh, Rat and Poison and and all of those same types of big '80s hairs hair metal bands. And I'm that's here and, for it. and yeah, and I'm I'm here for it for sure. Uh, the one thing I put in here is like I think that Benny would probably appreciate this if like a, the song a lot more if a wrestler came out to this song as like oh, as I their, see a wrestler their, coming oh, out to the song as their intro song. So yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. And like the fires, yeah, exa- all around yeah exactly, right. Down. And you have like a bald eagle that like just shows up on like the back screen, like just like, screeching. <laughs> You know, Two monster trucks drive down the side. Hell yeah, with like oh, flames like posting out of it and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> get, well, let me get, pull out my SmackDown two, get, PS get, two, and then make that intro. That's right. Get on that Jericho. Come on. So come on, Y two J. Hilarious because I used to love doing it. I didn't do it on my. I think I did it on my, on my PS three. PS three. Yeah. Uh, when. I used to like you. You can put songs on your like on your on your PS and yeah. then upload those to your like intros for your creator wrestlers. Yeah. And I remember I put my buddy's uh, metal band, uh, and it's called um Assassinate the Following. Okay. It, it, like, they they were crazy like good like and it was the metal band metal band from uh like Windsor and and it, they, they were so good. Nice. But they have this one song called um Just Another Day and. Just another day. It's like a whole gang vocal. And it's like just another, and then day and a day. Like I had the fireworks go off. Oh, nice! I got I got so fucking like, like like excited. Like that's so cool. I mean, I thought it was cool. And the character I made was called Bricks. B R I X. Bricks. And his main <laughs> move was called Bricks Wall. Yes. And nice. um, he was basically Jeff Hardy, only with Kane's abilities. <laughs> like a big ass dude. That's amazing. But he looks all emo and stuff. Oh, it's amazing. I, I had an emo guy game. with an like, emo like, hair, and yeah, he just like, used like, either a, Matt like, or Jeff Hardy, and like short, like 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 short, like uh, like uh, like jean shorts, and like ripped, like 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 it was all ripped up with a Converse. <laughs> oh man, you you guys like really went all out with your character career. I like made just like the biggest abomination of a character I could possibly find. Like like maxed oh, out. too. Like made like soup like a, a really super skinny dude with like a big head and like and like a deformed arm and a whole bunch of like whatever I could do that looked like absolute garbage I just did that for my character. Cool man. Yeah, that's okay. You know, I was edgy. What can I say? Uh, all right, I guess time for final thoughts and opinions and ratings and funds and stuff and things. Uh, uh, Benjamin, you're the Canadian. You go first. Because I'm a Canadian. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes, correct. Because it's the polite thing to do. That's yes, so exactly, uh, that's the I, only time Americans I can are being polite. Tell just based on the reviews that your your I guess ratings probably won't be the same as mine, but that's fine. We you don't know that opinion, so you I, don't know that. I, 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 I feel like you're gonna go low because every time I think Benny's gonna go really high, he goes like a mid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going eight point five. Okay, that's higher than I thought. Okay, yeah, I, I thought you were gonna go a little bit lower than that. All right, fine. Daniel, you got yours. I'm gonna go a six. Like, like I said, if I would have seen this band in the time that it came out, I probably would have really loved it. But there were some songs on here I found a little too cliche, and then there's songs I really liked. So, six. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with like a 5.5 on this one. Uh, and, and very very similar to what Dan said, there, there are songs here that I, I really love and enjoy and probably would put into like a playlist of like early 2000s emo sort of just to like as like something to listen to on like my workout or something to, to, to drive home to. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely a few stinkers on here where I'm just like, ugh. I would and, put it on the... 80s hair metal mix. Oh my god! Especially that. Yeah, the only the weak one. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's my favorite song on the album. Did you know that song came out in 1992 or or 1987? It's amazing. It's great. Came out in 2006. No, came out in 87. Promise. I mean, again, like this was 06, 07. I'm probably giving it a 10, but I think like the songs that kind of like dropped it for me were probably uh, like Island City. and like, yeah, and old brother. I was like, yeah, yeah. What's well, the lead singer's name? Uh, Steve Aiello. Um, it's I believe it's A I E L L O. Not to be confused with Danny Aiello. Oh, I, I was looking him up. Dan, Steve, <laughs> Danny Aiello. <laughs> no, this is not. Yeah, they're not related. I, I already looked at. Dear up. Steve, this is my note to you. I would like you to go back and re-record Castlebound and finish the song the way it needs to be finished. You started with something amazing. I was really into it, and then you went off the rails. Please, because you had something really special, work it into just more of a Zelda theme. XO, 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 hugs and kisses, Danny. Beside ourselves podcast. That's right, beside ourselves podcast. <laughs> but no, I mean, courtesy of the beside ourselves like, podcast. When I thought you guys were going to go low, that's kind of like what I thought. I didn't mean low. Like it's not a two, bad album. No, it's two not. Or it's four. I, I, I thought it was going to be around. Five no, I'm not as mean as you. I, <laughs> what did I give that doc shit album again? <laughs> Holy shit. And Benny's kicked off the podcast, y'all. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. I'm kidding. No, what did I give that album again? I think I you gave it a forget. seven. I, I, I'm i I'm pretty sure yeah, you did. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't that bad. Okay, I was in a bad mood. That was a bad mood, Benny Day. <laughs> Maybe we got to do a redux of no, uh, and do a, do a revisit of that. Uh, do you that remember, album? Dan? Like what I. It wasn't I'm, below us. It I'm actually going to look six. it up. Oh, shit. Also, our messed, messed up album episode yeah. got a yeah. lot of downloads, too. Oh, shit. Sure. Like anyone would listen to that. Interesting. Very interesting. I made uh, a mistake, and it still worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one might be a, a toss-up because I don't think they're that well-known. Maybe. Maybe may- surprised. Who knows? Maybe there's like a bunch of dudes in Germany that are really into this band. You know what's funny? Like that happens a lot. Like there was a band that I love, uh, the Cancer Bats, and they're not like that huge um, in the states, from my knowledge. But yeah. in Canada, they're massive, and in like Germany, and like overseas, they're fucking they kill it. And I'm like, holy fucking shit! Like like, like this like, uh... like they played this uh, huge festival. And it was like bonkers how many people were there. The Bloodhound Gang are exactly the same way. They're they're like they're not super popular here in the U.S. anymore, but in Germany yeah. they're like fucking <laughs> mega gods. Like they they That's like wild. yeah they have like crazy like arena shows and shit. It's it's insanity. I'm like the Bloodhound Gang. You mean the the dudes that made that you and me baby ain't nothing but mammals? Let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Like they have one song, right? No, they they've had way more than one song. But I mean that's like their the roof the roof. roof. The roof is on fire. fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. No. Yeah, uh, they had more no. than that too. But they did. They have, yeah, they but, have greatest hits. It's a great album. I, yeah, I have it. It's, it's called uh, "Show Us Your Tit" or "Show Us Your Hits," and it's uh it's a uh, the girl that's got uh, that shows her, her boobs on it. It's great. It's fantastic. 
I have it on vinyl. Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah, like in Germany, they're like huge. But as the old saying goes, not big in the U.S., big in Japan. We've got like four people that download every episode in Australia. So. Hell yeah. Nice. What's up, our Aussies? Good, yeah, good, good, Australia, Australia. good day, mate. Oi. We just alienated those four. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's throw another shrimp on the we bobby. We all the generic terms we possibly could. That's right. It. That's right. Oh, man. This episode's sponsored by Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> but Vegemite's delicious, though. Um, I've never actually had Never it. had? Oh, man, I have. It's good. I like. I like. So uh, what are we doing next, guys? Like, I know, like, we... I don't think we've discussed I know, it. I know, I know, we, have. we have a milestone coming up. I don't know if, I don't know if we won't. No, nope, this about will be that. way after that milestone. No, it won't. Oh, well, fuck. This will be episode 99. No. It won't episode be? Episode 99 is already scheduled. Oh, for real, though? This is going to be episode 106. No. Or 103. 103. No. Really? Hold on. No, that can't be right. Are we going to cut this out? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can We are now. Oh, yeah, fuck it. Are you sure? Yeah, we we're way ahead. Hold on. Hold we're on. speaking from the future right now. This is amazing. No of time. This is amazing. I like this. I, I know. We're, no if we actually we missed a ahead. week, we'd be fine. <laughs> oh, damn it. Don't do it. But No, yeah. I love being I love being so, so, All right, so uh, episode 98, which comes out the 19th, is the Mass Singer game. Episode 99 is the T-Pain on top of the covers, which comes out June 26th. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. um, and why is so? Oh, July tenth, which is after our live episode, is fifteen perfect songs. Oh, damn! The 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 two we are really ahead, you guys. <laughs> Holy so shit. Dan, I I don't want to. See... Wow, I feel like we can take That's some time off schedule. Actually, good you good on you, Danny. You named the, the Pride episode. No, what did I did I name it wrong? Did uh did Danny Motor just... City Pride with Alex Delavan? Wait, what was this? On mine, it says episode one hundred. More City Pride with Alex on Apple Podcasts. No, it's yeah. number 97 on here. I don't know what. Uh-oh. We did not do did, episode 100. Did we already yet. do 100? No. Did we hold up. Oh. Are Who cares sure? what that says? We're going by our numbers. That's right. <laughs> our numbers don't lie or do no, they? Who I knows? I didn't mean it. I, don't know if, I was just curious. I'm like, did you put that 100 in there or did it just do it automatically? That's, that's weird. Oh yeah, because I have yeah, I have Danny messed up at ninety six. Yeah, I yeah, I have Motor City Pride at ninety seven. On, on yeah, my, it's on Spotify or Apple? No, it's on an, on no, it's on Apple Podcasts. Why is mine say hundred? That's so weird. Okay, it's a Canadian one. That's why it must be. Yeah, it's Canadian. It doesn't matter. Uh, speaking of uh, it doesn't matter. Speaking of Canadians, hey hey Benny, where can I find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at uh, everywhere.ca um, <laughs> if you want. Um, .ca. <laughs> no one uses that. No, you know what's funny? Actually, so I had okay, my hashtag at is Ben Anywax. Yeah. I used to have uh, a poetry website that I had for like a year and a half, two years that no one ever went to. Yeah. I never ever used. I think I bought the, the domain for like. Like fifteen bucks. It, it, it was something terrible. But does it, was, it still exist? It was it was bennyalexander.ca because .com didn't exist. Oh, didn't it wasn't available. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I had that for a while. Um. I I was gonna use it to like promote my poetry. Then it just never ended up becoming anything. Yeah. And then I just 
stopped and removed it. So it does not exist anymore. So if you want to get bennyalexander.ca listeners, you can definitely <laughs> um, take that Sweet. for your own online ventures. <laughs> and, and you can impersonate Benny uh, and, and his poetry. That'd be great. Uh, I want someone who hates your opinions on stuff to buy it and then just writes <laughs> angry things oh about everything God. you say. Well, he... I would recommend bennyalexander.com because I feel like .ca... I mean, I'm not a huge like web guy, but I'm sure you guys know better than I. Maybe you could know more than I would. I'm pretty sure like the traffic doesn't really go to .ca. Like if you would search Big Ben Alexander, whatever on like Google, I'm assuming that like the .ca is probably way down the list. It probably is, but who knows? Hey, Daniel. Yes. Where can I find you on the internet? Oh, me? Yeah, you. You D- can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost anywhere you like to, uh, you know, be. I don't know. <laughs> you know, where wherever you travel, uh, you can find me at the Big Shakuna as well. B a b i g s h a k u n a. Can check me out if you'd like. Uh, also, do I need to spell mine. No, I I spelled mine. T o c o l e r g h. Yours is easy. Mine's tough, you guys. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you want to get a little saucy, you also find me between the sheets. Ooh, hot! Uh, I'm not doing this. You, you can find not me. in this legacy. <laughs> uh, both of you guys, seriously. Oh, brother! Well, you should probably Let's go tie go. off your veins. Uh, you can. Oh. <laughs> you can also go to our website. You know, uh, it's it's not it's not an island city, but it is besideourselves.com. Uh, where you can find all of our podcast, or you can find all the stuff about relating to the podcast, including our playlists, our merch, our socials, really anything and everything that's relating to the B Side Ourselves podcast. You can go to besideourselves.com and check all that out. And with that being only the only the week couldn't find us if they tried. <sighs> I'm gonna say your tagline, Daniel. It's time to flip the record over. Yeah, and damn right we are. Beside our podcast, our eye. But <laughs> do we decide what we're doing next week? Like, uh, I brought it up and we just kind of got. All right, we'll send it. Bye. 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 <laughs>